Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to The Winning Side today. It's Brother Nathan here with you today filling in for Pastor. And good news, Pastor is going to be back tomorrow on The Winning Side. And so we look forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. But today, uh, I'll be with you. And happy Monday to everybody. Thank you for watching if you're on Facebook or YouTube and for listening on 95.9 FM and then our app or possibly the website. Thank you for tuning in today for the Winning Side broadcast. Let's uh, remember in prayer today our church and our country. Uh, Pray for Pastor as he'll be traveling back. And uh, he was preaching a youth conference last week and preached in the same church there in Colorado yesterday. And uh, so we look forward to having Pastor back with us. Um, But pray for him. Today, excuse my voice, I, I just lost it this morning, and so I'm, uh, I'm feeling great, but the voice isn't all there, so I apologize for that. Um, but we have our anniversaries uh, going over yesterday. Happy anniversary to Jonathan and Angie Benthal. Happy anniversary to you two. Hope you had a great anniversary yesterday. And then today is Scott and Marie Mason. Happy, bir- or happy birthday. Happy anniversary to y'all. And then birthdays. Um, uh, today, we didn't have any birthdays yesterday, but today is Pavelisa Salazar, and so happy birthday to you, and hope you have a great birthday today. Well, we're going to get into a song, and then after the song, we'll get into Proverbs 6. That's the proverb for today. Last week, we covered uh, Proverb 1, 2, and 3, and then we had the weekend. The, uh, that would have been Proverb uh, five and or four and five, and now today we are in Proverbs six. So I want to just uh, take a thought. There's a lot of thoughts in Proverbs six, but I want to take one thought today, uh, and I hope it'll be a help to us as we get our week started on this Monday. The song we're about to listen to is entitled uh, "The Answer Is Christ." The answer is Christ, sung by the Webster Trio. Uh, I know it'll be an encouragement to you, a great reminder to all of life's problems. The answer is Christ. Let's listen to this song, and right after this song, our Bibles are open to Proverbs 6. I've heard the questions, seen blank expressions, felt the pain that sin had caused. I've dealt with heartache, and I've Sometimes wonder about the stress we are under. I admit, I've even asked why. But then I recall the answer to all of life's questions is Jesus the Christ. He is the hope for the hopeless, the water, the giver of life. Yeah. 
a blessing. What a great reminder to us. It doesn't matter what we've been through, what we're currently going through, or what we will go through in the future. The answer to all of life's problems, all the pain and the strife is Christ. And so what a good reminder on this Monday morning. Now in Proverbs 6, I want to draw your attention starting in verse number 6. Uh, actually, let's, let's go back a little bit. I, I think we can understand a little bit more as uh, a little bit uh, leading up to verse number six. The Bible says in verse number four, let's start there. Verse number four, give not sleep to thine eyes, nor slumber to thine eyelids. Deliver thyself as a roe from the hand of the hunter and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. Verse six, go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. Those verses there talking about poverty 
coming as, as one that traveleth. That's someone who goes backwards and forwards, someone who travels and, and is like the highwayman. And so um, we're reminded, hey, uh, if you don't have the income, you can't have the outgo. And so if you're constantly traveling and you're going backward and forward, your poverty is going to come. As a matter of fact, we find here, uh, then, after that, not, not just one that traveleth, but thy want, or the, the, the want of needing sustenance to support yourself, as an armed man. That armed man is one who is prepared to destroy. And so the sluggard is, is destroying his life because he's not prepared to work. And he doesn't have it in his character to work. And so today, we're going to look at the sluggard. And more specifically, we're going to look at someone who can help the sluggard. And that is the ant. We find that word ant. Now, ant is only found one time in the Bible. We, we find the plural form of ant in Proverbs 30. And the same uh, rule applies here. And the same uh, principle applies, I should say. Because in Proverbs 30, the ant is the one who prepares her meat in summer. As we look at the ant here in Proverbs 6, the Bible says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, the one who's lazy, the one who doesn't want to work. Consider her ways. Think on her ways and be wise. So what does she do? Well, having no guide or overseer or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. Now, uh, just to add a little bit of, uh, uh, I, I guess, some fun facts this morning. Uh, I guess for me, I, I enjoy some fun facts on a Monday morning, get me thinking. And uh, so here it is. Fun facts about ants. You ready for this? Here it is. A single ant can carry 50 times its own body weight. And they'll even work together to move larger objects as a group. Ants, fun fact, can be found on every single continent except... This isn't a joke, but except Antarctica. <laughs> okay, there it is. And then how about this one? Ants are social insects which live in colonies, and they have the ability to carry between 10 to 50 times their own body weight. I, I kind of already said that one. But isn't that amazing? The ants, uh, what a wonderful piece of God's creation. And we can go to the ant today, and we can learn, and we can glean some wisdom from the ant this morning. And really, the, the lesson is to the sluggard, the one who refuses to work, the one who says, ah, a little sleep, uh, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. That's, that's how the poverty comes to those who says, oh, let me just rest a little bit more. I, I don't feel like working right now. Let me just rest. I need my rest. And I think we could all say after a long day of hard work and, and things that are, are busy in our lives, of course, we all need rest. But the sluggard only rests. The slugger doesn't work at all. And so as we look at the ant, we find that preparation is so key. Uh, having the ability to work and to prepare and to provide for yourself, your family, um, is a necessity of life, and it's a Bible principle. And so as we look at the ant and regarding preparation and working, could I say that preparation or work, preparing for that summer and preparing and gathering during the harvest, it's a habit. Preparation is a habit. It was a habit for the ant, and it should be a habit for us as well. It should be a process that is programmed into us. You know, the opposite of preparation is procrastination. And I'm just going to be honest with you, I've had those moments. 
Matter of fact, there are times where I, I know I need to be doing this and I put it off and I put it off and I put it off until I cram at the last minute, kind of like a college paperwork or maybe if you're a student in school and you're watching this at a later time, uh, maybe that's you. You think, yeah, Brother Nathan, you, you hit the, the nail on the head there because I that's me. I, I, I should be preparing for a research paper way ahead of time. The teacher told me about it way ahead of time, but I'm waiting until the night before to do it. But that's procrastination. Keeping preparation as a habit, though, it takes work. It takes character to be able to establish that habit. And so we can learn that from the ant. How about this one? Preparation and work and, and, and putting uh, your mind to work and, and making that a habit in your life is also it's honorable to God. 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. We ought to prepare to give an answer. Proverbs 22.3, A prudent man, one who is wise, foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. How about this one, Romans 13, 11. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Did you know that Jesus could come back at any moment? So what are we doing in working and preparing for the coming of Christ? Are you ready if He came today? What a humbling thought that could be, and that is. Proverbs 21, 31. The Bible says the horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. It's our duty and it's our responsibility uh, to be good stewards of what God has uh, given to us. And part of that stewardship is preparing and, and really wisely taking care of the things that God has given to us. 2 Timothy 2.15 says this, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Preparation, work that we find here that the ant does, it's honorable to God. We should have that evident in our lives so that we can bring honor to God as well. And how about this one? Preparation is done during the harvest. God provides the meat. It's our responsibility to gather it. So God is going to meet your need, but He does require of us that we just trust God and we put forward uh, the, the, the effort that we need to to be able to glean His harvest. Um, God has given us a body uh, to be able to do different things. And I understand that as you get older, maybe uh, uh, you, you become less and less able to do the physical work that you used to do as a young person. But regardless of the fact that we all have some preparation that we can do, we all have some work that we can do, let's not become a sluggard, but let's just work for God, work until He comes again. So the question today, and we'll end with this, is are you prepared? Are you working like you should in your daily lives? We live in a world today that is so full of, of just, here, you have it. You can have it. Here you go. Here's the handout. Oh, you don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. We'll take care of everything for you. And if you get into that pattern of just accepting and, and receiving uh, different handouts, then unfortunately that compromises our character. God created man to work. You say, oh, well, work is part of the curse. You know, in the, in the Garden of Eden when a Adam sinned, then... You know, that work is part of the curse. Well, it's not. Actually, <laughs> work was something that God gave Adam right away. Uh, Adam had responsibilities. He was to name all the animals. Uh, the Bible says that Adam was to keep the garden and to maintain that garden there. Um, and so Adam was working long before he had sinned and, and the curse came. But 
the curse is, hey, we're, we'll work by the sweat of our brow. And, and the, the, the things that didn't used to have thorns are now having thorns. And, and the ground uh, isn't as uh, fertile as it used to be and those kind of things. And so uh, we understand that there was uh, maybe work is a little bit harder, but there is great accomplishment when it comes to work. And so work needs to be evident in our life. We need to prepare. We need to have the character to work. Could I ask you today as we close, are you prepared for tomorrow? Are you prepared? Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. But hey, are you uh, ready and are you prepared for what tomorrow holds? Take time today to prepare for tomorrow. I've heard this before. You have too, I'm sure. But the phrase is, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so we have to take preparation my wife is, is a, a little bit better at preparation than I am, I'll just be honest. She's great. Uh, at, at the end of the day, she'll always be making that plan for the very next day. And uh, I, I could say this, and, and this is not j just to lift up my wife, although I, I gladly do it. Um, but uh, one of those um, essential uh, factors there in, in Proverbs 31 of a virtuous woman is that she prepares. And she provides for her household as, as far as taking care of the children and, and making sure um, that everything uh, falls into place. And so I'm thankful that, to have uh, my wife, Grace, that, that uh, she's able to do that. And uh, she is great at pre preparing. She has an app on her phone that she uh, has the, the to-do list. And she'll uh, work it all around and make sure she's ready for tomorrow. And uh, that's a lot of times that's what reminds me, man, I better be thinking about this and I better make sure that I take care of this tomorrow as well. And so are you ready for tomorrow? Are you ready for testing? You know, testing will come just like the song said. Um, there, there are problems in life. There are things that come. But are you ready? Are you ready to place your faith in God when the troubles come? Are you prepared in your heart and you prepared in your character when it comes? And then lastly, are you prepared for eternity? Maybe you're not saved this morning. Maybe you're listening to this broadcast and you don't know for sure that heaven's your home. You've never placed your faith and trust in Christ. Believe that He died on the cross for your sins. Could I say, don't wait. Don't put it off. Don't procrastinate. Say, oh, I'll do it later. Well, you don't know if you have later. And so could I encourage you and plead with you today, if you don't know Christ, make today uh, the day of your salvation. Don't put that off. Prepare for eternity. Make sure that you're ready to give an answer to the one who, who provided salvation and get saved and, and live a life for God and live a life that's full of working for Him until He comes again. Uh, I hope that's been a help to you today. We've looked at the ant in Proverbs 6. And let's not be like the sluggard. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. But let's, let's consider the ways of the ant. Let's prepare our meat in the summer and let's reap the harvest that, that God gives us. And so let us be a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. I hope that's helped you today. Happy Monday to everybody. God bless you. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast, 
with Jeremy Coburnett.